Have you ever thought that maybe voting, maybe all this politics constantly surrounding you is not the way to achieve freedom in your life? Hi, I'm Remso W. Martinez, and I ask myself the same question. That's why I'm on a journey to find true freedom in my lifetime. From learning about financial independence, to new ways to develop rugged individualism, to amazing guests living strange, crazy, amazing lifestyles that you've only thought might be real, but actually are. Go ahead and check out my new show, On the Run with Remsa W. Martinez at the We Are Libertarians Network. You can find On the Run with Remsa W. Martinez on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play. You know how the internet works. Come on down and let's discover how to achieve real freedom in your life together. Hey, everybody. I just want to take this time to give a big shout out to the very first sponsor of the Break the Bell podcast. That is Goulash Media. They can be found at goulashmedia.net. Goulash Media specializes in graphic design, web design, audio recordings, video work, wedding videos, uh, music videos, even political campaign videos. Uh, Goulash Media caters to the little guy with the big vision. You can check them out at goulashmedia.net. That's G-O-U-L-A-S-H media.net. Welcome, everybody, to your weekend wrap-up edition of this Break the Bell podcast. Hello, beautiful bell breakers. We're back. We are back, and your camera, once again, is not pointing the right I, direction. I, I don't I don't know why it does that. Uh, it's probably because I crawl back there and move things around and, okay. and bump it, and then I forget to check on you. That's fine. Now, we're, now, now you're good. You were kind of hiding behind the logo there. No, which I tend to do. Yes. So... How's everybody doing out there? Once again, the week is over. Lots of shit happened this week. Yeah. And we're here to talk about it. Yeah. I wonder, but, is, is, has anybody freaked out this week, like, based on things they've seen? Like, anybody been like, oh my gosh, it's over. Like, oh, I, sure. I've seen it's people post stuff, like, that say it's over. So, uh, it's, it's like, you, you're seeing it more and more and more. Like, people just kind of like, there's no more hope. Yeah. You know, this is it. This is the end. Yeah. This is the end. And eventually it's going to be the end. And we're right. going to, yeah. We're going to be like, oh, that that there was the end. But see what I what I would love to, because it, people always whenever things get a little rough financially or you know, look there's a couple wars, people are like this is this is the end times. Yeah. I want to see things get really good and everybody's really happy and all of a sudden bam, it's all over. Yeah. <laughs> catch them by surprise. Exactly. So they're like so they're like, maybe it wasn't the end times, and yeah. then bam, it was. Yeah, it is. Right. <laughs> it's not the bad exactly. things that are signs of the exactly. end. It's the, it's good, the good things. things. <laughs> yes. yes. Wow, that's a dark outlook on life, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. How is everyone doing? We got plenty to talk about this weekend. So before we do, I got this video that I want to play. I guess before we get into everything, obviously, we got to mention our coffee fix of freedom because. Absolutely. What a better way to celebrate the end of civilization as we know it than drinking a fresh brewed cup that's of delicious coffee. How I want to go. That's how I would. I mean, yeah. 
Maybe put some bourbon in it. Obviously. Oh yeah, obviously. lots of bourbon yes, mixed lots with coffee. Of bourbon, yes. You ever had bourbon in coffee? I have. It's very it's good. good. Yes. It, it used to be my go-to like late night um, podcasting drink when I was mm. co-hosting with my brother. Not not when I actually did my own yeah, and had to actually run things, think for myself. <laughs> no, that when I could just be his like sidekick troll that would just yeah. like <laughs> like ramble on the sides. Yeah. So yeah. you're saying I need to drink coffee with bourbon in Probably. It. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you might as well. That empty beer can has been sitting there for like 4 weeks now. I was so. going to say it's been about a month, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> so, um just wanted to let you all know about our our sponsor known as Run Your Mouth Coffee because they're delicious and they support freedoms and liberties, the you know the things that we rant about. And run our mouths about yes every single week for the last year and a half now. The stuff so that matters. It only makes sense for us to pick up a sponsor called Run Your Mouth Coffee that supports all the things we we run us. our mouth about. So the 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 name alone drew me to it. It's like yeah, that's me. That's yeah. us. So yeah. um, if you like freedom, if you like people that support freedom, check out our friends at Run Your Mouth Coffee. Go buy their shit because it's delicious coffee. Mm-hmm. It. Ship straight to your door. Um, rymcoffee.com. Check them out. You can get a discount of 10% by just by mentioning our promo code. Our special promo code is break the bell, all one word. You get 10% off that first order, and you get delicious coffee, and you get to support a company that supports freedoms and liberties and sticking it to the people that want to take all that shit from you. Yeah. So check them out, rymcoffee.com. Just do it because you won't regret you won't regret it unless unless you don't like coffee then right, you're just yeah. communist anyway. So. That's true. So don't even worry about it. Yeah, you're probably if you don't like coffee, you're probably not even listening to the show because communists don't tend to listen to the no, show. No, no, <laughs> they they tend to just listen to the state-run media. So. Yes. So that's it. Rymcoffee.com. Check them out. Let's get into this. I got this video. I started to say that I want to play first because this is freaking hilarious. Yeah. First of all, what's going on in the video is hilarious in its own right. And then the way the media tries to cover it up right, yeah. and play off of it is even more hilarious. So I'm not going to say anything more about it until after the fact. I'm just going to pull this video up here and let you all see it for yourselves. You ready for this, Bill? I'm ready. Thank you to all of our partners. Oh, my God. It's just such an unbelievable moment. Brandon, you also told me. As you can hear the chants from the the crowd. Let's go, Brandon. Brandon, you told me you were going to kind of hang back those first. Okay. I don't know what she is seeing or hearing there. But from what I can tell, they are very much definitely not saying, let's go, Brandon. No, no. It seems like she's taking a page out of the Don Lemon book (laughs) because she is definitely hearing something nobody else heard. Let's rewind that. And maybe, maybe we're hearing it wrong. Maybe sure. we're hearing it from our own biases. Biasness. We can try that. We can try that. Let's unbiased Kay. listen to this and see if we can tell that they're saying, obviously, they're saying, let's go, Brandon. Obviously. Let's come at it from a bias yeah. okay. of let's go, Brandon. It's definitely going to be let's go, Brandon. Yes. Okay. Let's listen to it again. The, the crowd. Let's go, Brandon. Brandon, you told me you were going to kind of hang back those first two stages and just. Nope. That's definitely not. Nope. Let's go, Brandon. <laughs> I didn't get Did you get it? No, I, I, I tried. I tried. But, you know, that that, that hard I in there is, <laughs> it's very... is not in Let's Go, Brandon, anywhere. <laughs> so if you can't make out what they're saying, 
I am 99.999% positive, which is not good enough for COVID rates, right, obviously. Yeah, but right, yes. for for this, I I am that positive that they're saying fuck Joe Biden. Yeah, yeah. And this is becoming a trend. It is not I, just at NASCAR. I no, not at NASCAR. It's been at like baseball games, yeah. uh, college football games. Yeah. Um, I heard Aaron Lewis of Stained actually mm-hmm. started the chant at one of his concerts. So. Um, yeah, I actually saw shirts that said hashtag FJB on them. Really? So it's a thing. It's a trend. And I, I actually saw somebody, this was probably two or three weeks ago before this really took off. Mm-hmm. Somebody had posted on, I think it was on Twitter. It was like, you know, it, it should be a crime or something to say fuck an oh, outstanding yeah, yeah, U.S. Yeah. president. And then I had to remind them of this video right here because... The same people that say that that should be a crime probably were the same people giving a standing ovation oh, I'm for sure. this video right here. I'm going to say one thing. Fuck Trump. Yeah. Wow. What, what a rebellious old I person. Know. What I mean, what a brave thing to say back, right? With back in those With all your days. buddies, you know, sitting around you. Yes. Yeah. It's like, uh, you're so edgy to get up there and say, fuck Trump. Yeah. At, and nobody was, I mean, those same people that now are saying, it should be a crime yeah. to say, fuck the president, were probably the same ones giving a standing oh, ovation sure. to Robert yeah. De Niro yeah, when like, he comes yes, out. Yes, I love that. Oh, that is. I'm going to make that my ringtone. How did I, how <laughs> did I not even think of that? Right. <laughs> Either way, it shouldn't be a crime to say, fuck the no. standing U.S. president. No. Regardless of. If it's Joe Biden, Donald Trump, yeah. George Bush, George Washington, George Washington. <laughs> Did anybody ever say fuck, <laughs> fuck, fuck George Washington? I, I'm sure somebody <laughs> said it. <laughs> yeah, it was probably some like red coat yeah. that was like was infiltrated in Benedict Arnold. <laughs> yeah, like, there you go. Oh, fuck George Washington. Yeah, so no, I stand by your right to say fuck which, whichever yeah. president you want to say fuck the president Absolutely. to. Absolutely. Because if we can't. Like talk shit about our presidents, then yeah. this isn't really a democracy. Have you ever have you seen people rise like that and 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 chant something like that for a sitting president? I don't before? even think I ever saw it, even for Donald Trump. Yeah, not With for Donald everybody Trump. Everybody that yeah. fucking hated Donald Trump, I yeah. never saw a chant saying yeah. "fuck Donald uh, Trump." Even Bush, you know, when, uh, when I saw a shoe get thrown at yeah, Bush, people threw shoes at him. <laughs> Canadians made a movie assassinating him, but no one's ever started a chant saying "fuck Bush." Do you know? Do you know the whole, like, why the shoe thing thrown at Bush, why that was such a big deal? Isn't it like uh, it was like some kind of, uh, like, custom in the Middle East or something? Well, it's like basically, well, if you show the bottom of your shoe to somebody, that's basically saying, fuck you. Right, right. It's like the worst insult to show the bottom of your shoe. So having, this was like a a Muslim guy in the crowd, like, chucked a shoe at him. And so, yeah, that's basically basically chanting, fuck George yeah, Bush. Yeah, right, but right. It was only one person, though. Was, and if was, everybody started throwing their shoes at him, then it would be... That would be hilarious. That would be funny. But only one shoe. But yeah. no, this is unprecedented times we're living yeah. in, so we need us unprecedented chants of fuck the president right, going on. Yeah. Well, with all the shit that uh, Biden's trying to push, it's only going to get more and more worse. But, but again... Yeah, that that makes it dangerous too when you got them trying to push this whole extremist right agenda. Mm. You know, I mean, what's more right than NASCAR? <laughs> that is true. Or baseball. Baseball is pretty right yeah, still. Yeah, it is. Um, I don't know. Are they chanting that at football games? At 
Like not NFL pro games, not yet. No. Not that I've heard of, but college games. College so, games, I mean, yeah. That was crazy. I'm surprised they haven't like yeah. taken some kind of action. I'm like, surprised too. I bet you they will. Though. Come out and said if you're a student and you get caught mm-hmm. chanting this or a player or something, you get fun- uh, suspension or yeah. whatever. They can't really find the students, I right. guess. Because yeah. What are they gonna do? Raise their, their <laughs> <laughs> yeah, raise tuition. Their, their tuition rates, obviously. But I I just found it hilarious that the how the media played that yeah, off as right. like obviously nobody is against Donald Trump yeah. or Donald I, Trump. Holy <laughs> fuck! Against Joe Biden right. here. Why I mean, everybody that? loves Papa Biden. Right, so yeah. um, I, I could hear the person on the earpiece being like, um. They got to be saying, "Let's go, Brandon. Go with that. Push that. Push that." <clears throat> I don't know. Just, just the whole manipulating the story, right. even though it's so clearly obvious. You yeah. know, there are people that glom onto the manipulation. That, Absolutely, because there are people that will see something with their very own eyes, and the media will come out and say, "No, you actually yeah. saw this," and right. they'll be like, "Oh." I yeah. saw that. So, well, like Don Bled- uh, Lemon during that, yeah. that town hall, and he's oh. like, "Oh, did you hear people applaud for you with when you said that?" No, <laughs> yeah. Joe Biden's like, um, "No, I, I'm surprised." Joe Biden was like, uh, "Don, nobody applauded." <laughs> yeah, exactly. What are you talking? And they're like, "I mean, Shh. <laughs> I, I mean, sometimes I hear applause in my head in the background, <laughs> but it- <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't pump in a fish like, oh, um, yeah." After the fact, like it'd be funny to go back and listen to it after the fact and see if they like pumped in like right. artificial applause oh, there. They had, yeah. So, um, let's let's move on though, because we got we got we got a lot to cover. Yeah, but I, I kind of want to stay in line with media manipulation real sure. quick because I got this article you sent me that was about Steve Jobs' widow, which we haven't really heard from her. No, she's been pretty quiet since Mr. Jobs passed passed away um but she's coming out full like swinging hard yeah oh yeah swinging hard against facebook which i mean she's the heir to the apple fortune right yeah so this could be potentially like swinging at well the competition. i was thinking about that i mean i can imagine her at a party and someone be like oh you know who reminds me of your husband you know who's gonna be the next steve jobs is is mark zuckerberg and, and she's her being like, like fuck, fuck that <laughs> fuck mr zuckerberg yeah well she also owns a large portion of the Atlantic magazine. Which I did not know that. I didn't. I didn't either. That. But she's using this platform, yeah, to take some swings at Mr. Zuckerberg, her husband protege. Yes. So this article is from the DailyMail.com. It says Facebook is a lie disseminating instrument of civilizational collapse, according to Steve Jobs' widow's magazine. I would say accurate. <laughs> that is. That's a lot of words. Yeah. A lot yeah. of big, powerful words. I don't think too many like people with that kind of power have said that kind of stuff about Facebook. No, no, I don't think so either. I mean, it's a... And especially the Atlantic, which tends to lean the same direction as Facebook. She'll get voted out or something. You think so? I don't know. I, I feel like she, I, she'll go down swinging. I, I see this as a trend. I, I really feel like the people in those positions, they're going to start like eating each other. I was going to say, actually, when you said this is going to be a trend, I don't think it's going to be a trend of like people actually trying to take down the big forces. No. I, I think it's going to be the big forces convincing you that they're the, the good that's taking right. down the other big evil yeah. force when yeah. it's really just one evil force against another evil I was going to say, because force. she probably, around the corner, is developing her own social media. <laughs> that's probably it. Never even thought of that. 
So it says The Atlantic, the magazine and multi-platform publisher run by a company owned by Steve Jobs' widow, is heaping brutal criticism. So it's not her, I guess. Yeah. It's her magazine. It's her magazine. I thought it was her that was... Yeah, no. I misread that. Yeah. Is heaping brutal criticism on Facebook, including calling it an instrument of civilizational collapse. Interesting. So... Really, this has nothing to do with Steve Jobs' wife. Not really. I mean, her name is probably on the paycheck, but yeah, yeah that's about it. So somebody's out to get yeah. Steve Jobs' wife is what it is. Well, and it, you think that they're setting her up? I, I mean, that's the way it looks, because if she didn't say this, I thought it was saying she said this in, oh, the, okay. in the magazine. But it's saying her magazine said it. So yeah. for them, that's like, when do we ever mention who owns the newspaper. Right, yeah, like, we right. never mention when the New York Times yeah. comes out with something stupid. Nobody's ever like, so-and-so's magazine, the New right. York Times, yeah. said this. No. Yeah, no. Why would they pile that on her? Right. It says, uh, the essay is making a rough week for the social media giant even worse. Executive editor Adrian LaFranc, LaFrance? LaFrance, referred to Facebook as a, so it's the executive editor, not yeah. Steve Jobs' wife. Referred to Facebook as a hostile foreign power, so it's the enemy now, which right. I, I 100% agree with. Oh, absolutely. And was heavily critical of CEO Mark Zuckerberg in a column titled The Biggest Autocracy on Earth, published on Monday. LaFrance cited its multi-minded or single-minded focus on its own expansion, its immunity to any sense of civic obligation, its Record of facilitating and undermining elections, which nobody really comes out. No, oh, no. None of the mainstream media or media sources yeah. come out and actually point out, no, it's not Russia that's undermining our elections. It's our own companies right. like Facebook yeah. and Google that are undermining our right. elections. It's antipathy towards the free press. It's rulers' callousness and hubris, and it's indifference to the endurance of the American democracy. Facebook is a lie-disseminating instrument of civilizational collapse. I agree. Those are strong words. It is. It is designed for blunt force emotional reactions, yes. reducing human interaction to the clicking of buttons. Absolutely. The algorithm guides users inexorably towards less nuanced, more extreme material because that's what most efficiently elicits a reaction. Users are implicitly trained to seek reactions to what they post, which perpetuates the cycle. So not only does Facebook algorithms push the most extreme, like emotionally triggering articles at you the most, right. but then it trains people to post the things that right. elicit the most yeah. emotional responses because, I mean, we want to get more attention. I find myself yeah. doing that on our own Twitter is, right. hey, let, let's keep posting the stuff that's going to get the most yeah. attention because that's that's obviously how yeah. you get your name out there. And, and it, Well, and it really develops a tribalism. Yeah, so. and it just says this per, uh, perpetuates the cycle yeah. that, that Facebook is pushing. Absolutely. Facebook executives have tolerated the promotion on their platform of propaganda, terrorist recruitment, and genocide. They point to democratic virtues like free speech to defend themselves while dismantling democracy itself. Lauren Powell Jobs, the widow of Apple founder Steve Jobs, who inherited the $21 billion fortune, owns the Atlantic via her company, the Emerson Collective. Emerson acquired a majority stake of the Atlantic in 2017. So that's really all this has anything to do yeah. 
with her is that she owns a major stake yeah. in all it this. It didn't say that she gave the even say that she gave the editor a high five and <laughs> no. slap on the ass and say good job. I mean, well, it's, she's not like the CEO of yeah. that. She doesn't approve content. Yes. LaFrance adds in the piece that as it develops a currency system based on blockchain payments, which I didn't know Facebook was looking towards, but yeah, right. it doesn't surprise me. Facebook is close to achieving all of the things that represent nationhood, land, currency, a philosophy of governance, and people. So she is claiming that Facebook is heading to its own like virtual yeah. nation. Yeah. Regulators and banks have feared that Diem, the currency system Facebook is developing, could throw off the global economy and decimate the dollar. Fantastic. I need to look more into that. I didn't realize they were developing their uh -uh. own. It's called Diem is okay. the name of their blockchain cryptocurrency, I guess. So check it out, and uh, we'll find out more about it and then talk about it at some yeah. point. LaFrance refers to Facebook users across the globe as gigantic population of individuals who choose to live under Zuckerberg's rule. Zuckerberg has always tried to get Facebook users to imagine themselves as part of a democracy, she writes. That's why he tilts towards the language of governance more than of corporate fiat. She adds that Facebook is looking into launching an oversight board that appears an awful lot like a legislative body. This all leads her to define the company and its billions of users as a foreign state populated by people without sovereignty, ruled by a leader with absolute power. What do you think of that, these United States of Facebook? I don't know, because anybody you see on Facebook, they don't, they've never deferred to Zuckerberg. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're, like I said, it may be tribalism, but it, it's never had anything to do with Zuckerberg and his wishes for them. No, but uh, I, I see her opinion of like how he's taking the company but mm -hmm. i don't think that we're choosing that necessarily right. i think that's just what we're falling into right because we're trapped in this cycle of facebook right and if facebook kicks you off man you lose a lot if facebook right. blocks your content you lose right. a lot and i mean we've experienced it we know a lot of people that have experienced it and it can be a major pain in the ass at, yeah. at the very least it can be a major huge pain in you the can ass. almost see them developing some kind of social currency kind of like how we talk china does mm -hmm. and uh and they could get away with it oh right? absolutely they they kind of already have that that's like, true yeah once i mean once you start losing followers and stuff on your pages like people instantly right. react to that and start changing up the way like yeah. it might not be announced as a social currency but it's kind of already played out right. that way it's like well the more like likes that you have the mm -hmm. more followers you have that just gives you more credibility but and your reach goes like they only allow so much reach to people that fall in line so right. if you don't exactly. have that reach then kind of like with our show yeah, <laughs> and exactly. how facebook dictates who gets a whole gets it and who doesn't right and if if you're not allowed the reach, then you're not really allowed to conduct business. Right. So basically, there already is this yeah. social currency on Facebook. It just, I mean, it might not seem as extreme as what they do in China, yeah. but I think it's virtually the same thing. Yeah, I would agree. So that's about all I have to read on this article, because then it talks about some other stuff with Facebook going on this week. There's yeah. a whistleblower that's coming out on 60 Minutes on Sunday. Tonight. I guess today is Sunday. Yeah. So she's set to reveal her identity on 60 Minutes tonight. That'll be interesting. Yeah. She's got like, what, 10,000 pages of, um, what is it, like, uh, 
internal company documents it says that reveal the firm is aware Instagram could be harmful to like the mental health of teenage girls and they don't yeah. give a shit. Right. And they're still like pushing it hardcore. Oh yeah. And they're they're not changing anything. It's quite the opposite. They're making it more what it is. Mm. So that LaFrance chick goes on to say, could enough people come together to bring down the empire? Probably not. Even if Facebook lost a billion users, it would have another two billion left. But we need to recognize the danger we are in. We need to shake the notion that Facebook is a normal company or that is hegemony. I don't. Yeah. Hegemony is inevitable. Basically saying that um, it's inevitable that it's going to become its own beast is what that's basically saying. Um, It says, perhaps someday the world will congregate as one in peace, indivisible by the forces that have launched wars and collapsed civilizations since antiquity. But if that happens, if we can save ourselves, it certainly won't be because of Facebook. It will be in spite of it. Hmm. So that's that's pretty damning. Yeah, that is harsh. The Atlantic coming out harsh harsh words against Facebook. Yeah. And again, it makes you wonder why. Like why right, right now? I'd be curious who this Lafranche lady is and uh, why she's going yeah. after him. She's the editorial chief at the Atlantic, apparently. Right, yeah. Which is I don't know if you've heard of it, but it's pretty big stuff. Oh no, yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> I know. I, I'm aware of the Atlantic. Like yeah, I said, it, it typically <laughs> takes a very, you know, more of a, a Facebook side of things, which I'm su- really surprised they're coming after. But it makes you wonder if Facebook is the next sacrificial lamb is, well, we talked about Facebook getting slapped on the wrist and then coming right. back and being like, oh, sorry, yeah. guys, we are going to play yeah. well with the government. We made this right. deal, worked it out with the government. So they're now like yeah. the same. Right. Part of the same organization, yeah. which probably already is more the case than we like to I, think. Yeah, so. I'm sure. So we got great stuff to look forward to, and I don't think it's going to be the demise of Facebook. I don't think no. that's possible at all. I don't think so. I think if everything anything happens, they're going to make a really sleazy deal with the government. Absolutely, yeah. They, they'll become you know like the secret Gestapo of, of the Biden administration. If they aren't already. Yes. <laughs> so let's move on. We don't have a lot of time today. I have other obligations, which sucks because I hate yes. other obligations. But Yes, especially um, these obligations. Yes, I got, <laughs> I got work obligations on a Sunday, which is bullshit, but yes. that's neither here nor there, whatever that even means. What does that <laughs> statement even mean? I, I, I think it, it, it's like it doesn't matter. So isn't it easier to just say it doesn't, it doesn't matter? Yes, it would be. <laughs> that doesn't matter. It's not here, and it's not there. Well, it's somewhere. It, it's, yeah. It doesn't matter. It doesn't fucking matter because I got to do it anyway. Exactly. Moving on, there's a game changer drug. Wow. Okay. To treat COVID, not not to prevent it as the vaccine is supposed to do, which we all know, yeah, isn't really doing it effective at. Yes. Now there's this drug by drug producer Merck. Have you even heard of Merck? Um, not in a medication way, more in a, I'm going to kill you for money way. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, that's, da- that's telling. Game changer, Merck COVID drug slashes the death risk in half. Doesn't the vaccine do that? <laughs> well, I guess if you combine the two, then it'd be 100%. Right, it? exactly. That's that would the be... half that the drug doesn't work on. The, exactly. It happens to be the half that... The vaccine works for Yeah. It? Well, they're going to come out and be like, shit, it's the same half. Damn it. <laughs> and it has nothing to do with the Sorry, guys. It's still 50%. <laughs> <laughs> Which, 
probably has nothing to do with either one of them. It just probably yeah. happens to be, hey, these people happen to survive. So it's, this one is from the Daily Wire. I, I Very right-leaning, but still. Well, the, I sent you one from MSNBC, but it was a video, and oh, nobody wants yeah. to listen to them talk about that. No, no, not at all. So let me pull this one up. It says, drug maker Merck said Friday that it will seek U.S. Food and Drug Administration approval for the drug company and for a drug that the company says reduces the chance of death by about half for some COVID patients. And MSNBC said they were seeking emergency approval. I so. think this one goes on to say that, too. Does it? Okay, okay. It's funny to me because it reduces yeah. the chance in half for some patients. It doesn't right. say it reduces the yeah. chance in half. Right. Just for some patients. Yeah. So what does that mean? Like, so if you're 20 and in an optimal shape, um, you you have a good chance of surviving if you take this. You mean the things that they said from the beginning? <laughs> yes, basically. Oh, okay. <laughs> Along with partner company Ridgeback Biotherapeutics, Merck will apply for an emergency authorization for the oh, drug, okay. which we all know is bullshit. This yeah. emergency stuff is just, they haven't really tested it that well. But yeah. Right. But they've kind of tested yeah, it. Yeah, they and tested it on mice, and it seemed to work on 50%. <laughs> the drug Molnupiravir. Molnupiravir. Do you think they named these stupid names on purpose so yes. we have no idea? No idea how to even spell them so we yeah. can't go look up the side effects yeah, of them? Right, exactly, or what's in it. Uh, it sounds official. Molnupiravir. Wow, we need that. A pill that is taken by mouth and works by inhibiting the replication of the coronavirus in the patient's body. Merck plans to seek emergency use authorization in the U.S. as soon as possible and to submit applications to regulatory agencies worldwide. The pill reduces the chance of hospitalization or death by about 50% for patients with mild or moderate cases. So, so not, they don't need to go to the doctor anyways. <laughs> why are they even fucking going to the doctor if they have mild cases? Of they COVID? shouldn't be. It's people that freak out. And it's like, I need to go to the doctor. This is according to a phase three trial of the medicine. Among 775 trial participants, or lab rats, diagnosed with the virus, 14.1% were treated with just a placebo. Who were treated with just a placebo were hospitalized and died within 29 days. Only 7.3% of those who were treated with malnupiravir were hospitalized hospitalized within 29 days. Wow, I cannot speak at all today. So, lab rats were tested. Yes. Some took... Not a lot of them either. Only 775. That yeah. doesn't seem like much no. at all. No. It's a very small sample. Yeah. Half of them were treated with a placebo. Can you, <laughs> can you imagine being the people that were like, oh, I'm getting this drug. Yeah, right. I'm going to survive. And then they give them a placebo in this test, and then they fucking die. Yeah, they're in their hospital bed. I don't understand. I took that. Well, we gave you the placebo. <laughs> Sorry, you dial. You get. You pulled the wrong uh, number on that. <laughs> that fucking sucks. So fourteen point one percent of the set of the half with the placebo died. Seven point three percent of the half with the real drug died. So cut it in half of this seven hundred seventy-five. Yeah, it sounds real effective. Over the twenty-nine days of trial. <laughs> <laughs> Please tell me they didn't only this is this one specific trial. Yes. Please tell me they didn't only test this for 29 days. That's what it's looking like. Over the 29 days of the trial, no patients who received the new drug died 
Well, eight patients who received the placebo died. I guess the other numbers were hospitalized. The fourteen point one were hospitalized or gotcha. died. It says okay, and only seven point three percent were hospitalized, but nobody died who took the the, the fucking placebo. real the real one. And only, I, I think it's dumb because it says 14.1% were hospitalized and died. But then in another paragraph, it says only eight died. Yeah. So right. they yeah. should separate those a little bit yeah. better. Well, and 14% is not a huge number. It's not. And eight out of, what would that be, 300 and, or almost 400, so like You're 385 right. people or something like that, eight people died? I don't know. Yeah. What were And what were their health Right. Before yeah, exactly, did yeah. they have asthma before? Right. Did they, they have weight? Were yeah. they eighty? You know the things that we've been saying yeah. cause a lot of problems with right. COVID. Yeah, from the start, says this is a phenomenal result. <laughs> this is a profound game changer that we have an oral pill that had this kind of effect on patients who are already symptomatic. Do you know what's bullshit about that? Is we had two different medications that had similar effects that were supposedly yeah. game changers, but they had no yes. medical patents. Yeah. No pharmaceutical patents. So they couldn't make fucking money off the right. ivermectins and the hydrochloroquines. Yeah. So those were like, no, this, we're not even going to test this because yeah. this is dangerous. This is not going to work and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Go get vaccinated. But now they have this new drug right. that you can take by mouth, similar to ivermectin, that reduces your chance. Yeah. Of dying or being hospitalized, similar to yeah. ivermectin. But this is a game changer. Right. This one isn't dangerous to yeah. humanity. This is a fucking game changer. Right. And at first I asked you when, you, when you first sent me this one, I was like, so are we skeptical of this one too? And you're like, I'm not sure. And I'm like, I'm skeptical because of what I just said there. Because yeah. we had the drugs that... Reduce the right. risk with yeah. more testing than 29 days and 775 yeah. well, people. And like we talked about, it, why are they pushing this one? Yeah. And all the other ones were demonized. Because they can patent right. this one and, and make, make fucking money. money. Yeah, exactly. You can get ivermectin for next to nothing, right. for like nickels. Yeah. Not the horse stuff. Don't go by the horse. Yeah, not the paste. paste. Yeah, not the don't paste. do that. I don't want to be Joe Rogan. Yeah. But what I'm saying is 29 days of testing. And nobody is screaming right. that. Hey, 700 this is, people. Yeah, nobody's screaming, hey, we haven't thoroughly tested this. This is this yeah. is fucking dangerous. Right. Even though all these different medical people came out and said, hey, we've been treating this kind of yeah, stuff with for, this for, yeah. forever. Yes. Yeah, for both but, of them. But no, that's that's dangerous. Yeah. But this one is a medical phenomenon. Yeah. Says the trial found that the drug was effective at treating all variants of COVID-19, including the Delta variant. Ooh, the Delta wasn't deadly delta ivermectin effective at treating it according to some people yeah okay yeah. just making sure if approved the pill would be the first covid treatment able to be taken by mouth all currently approved treatments must be administered intravenously or through an injection but this one you can take with your flintstones in the morning yes kind of like ivermectin <laughs> all the trial participants were unvaccinated and had at least one underlying condition putting them at risk of a severe case, such as obesity, heart disease, diabetes, or being over the age of 60. So all of them had all those problems okay. that gotcha. we mentioned. The underlying conditions did not affect how effective, did not affect how effective, Molonupiravar <laughs> was a treating, at treating patients, the trial found. 
Phase three of the trial was conducted across various countries, including U.S., Canada, U.K., Russia, South Africa, Egypt, Israel, Japan, Mexico, several Central American and South American countries, and several countries in mainland Europe. Wait, in 29 days? I guess. Okay. So they picked one person out of every country? <laughs> More tools and treatments are urgently needed to fight the COVID-19. That is bullshit. I'm, I'm done. <laughs> Because if more tools were needed to treat this urgency, urgently needed to fight this COVID-19 pandemic, we would have maybe possibly at least studied some yeah. of these other things and taken a very, even a small right. look, even a 29-day trial with 700 yeah. people and tested it like ivermectin or this hydrochloroquine on it. Yeah. But they didn't even want to touch it because it's like, well, we don't know. Yeah. Uh, we there's not enough testing to conclude yeah. that. So fucking test it. If more tools are needed than your stupid fucking vaccine, then test some of these yeah. other things. Right. But yeah. nobody wants to do that. No. Hashtag I believe in science. <laughs> right. <sighs> what do you think? And it's dumb. Like you said, they're just coming at it from a different angle. It's going to be just as much bullshit as the vaccine. Last month, the Biden administration moves to ra moved to ration different COVID-19 treatments, monoclonal antibodies. Remember, Joe Rogan came out and yeah. said that. Arguing that the move was necessary to prevent shortages of the treatment. Right. Yeah. So he... Bull yeah. Shit. He, he was, was saying he was he was rationing it yeah. so we could have more to hand right. out. But no, no, he just didn't want everybody realizing, hey, I can take right. this thing yeah. and cure this yeah. without... Because remember, he... The, what was it? The governor of uh, Florida ended up buying like Texas. A, was Texas, it Texas went out and bought out their own. Yeah. Okay. Um, stash of monoclonal yeah. antibodies and be like, now what, Biden? Yeah. Now, fuck you, <laughs> fuck Joe Biden. <laughs> you think he was chanting that as he was picking <laughs> yeah. up his order? He should from now on. Yes. <laughs> oh man, all this shit just yeah. irritates me beyond. Yeah. No, I reason. had a uh, a friend on Facebook who uh, had posted that scheduled to take their their booster because hashtag i believe in science and i was just like oh god one uh, one thing that has just come out is i'm not going to read this article i just want to mention though uh, while we're on this is that um some eu regulators found out that the johnson johnson va vaccine has linked to two more serious health conditions that doesn't surprise me at all you know what the first one is Blood clots. Blood clots. Wow, I didn't even read the article. Thromboembolisms, or blood clots formed in a deep vein and could travel to the lungs, causing a blockage of the blood supply, or a heart attack or a stroke or all the, you know, those yeah. things that blood clots form. The other thing is the vaccine is linked to an immune condition that causes the body's immune system to target healthy platelets needed for normal blood clotting. So either A... Mm -hmm. It can cause a blood clot, or B, it, it can prevent it. blood clotting. Either way, it's detrimental to your life. Yeah. So, Johnson and Johnson, Johnson Johnson vaccine. Yes. A EU regulator came out and said, "This isn't like Alex Jones coming out or Joe Rogan coming yeah. out or who." Remember that guy that said, "Hey, people will be dead in like three oh, to yeah, four right, months right, because right. of blood clots." Yeah. So now this EU, the European Medicine Agency, Pharma COVID. Covilligence Risk Assessment Committee. Wow. That's that's a that's a mouthful. The European Medicines Agency Pharma Pharma Covilligence 
first of all, pharmacovigilance pisses me off. It's just stupid. <laughs> what a fucking stupid name. They combine pharmacy, yes, COVID, and, and vigilance all yes. in one word. <clears throat> yeah. That's impressive. There's going to be a, a comic book character named after that here soon. I guarantee it. Or they shortened it to PRAC, the Pr- Pharmacovigilance Risk Assessment Committee. I like PRAC. Concluded that the use of J&J vaccine is possibly linked with vein clotting, an immune condition that causes the immune system to attack platelets. So, it looks like an agency that was put into like possibly studying the good things of this, or maybe they... Maybe for whatever reason, they decided to study the bad side effects, right. which we've been telling them to do forever now. Yeah. But they're saying this. It's not, like I said, it's not yeah. uh, conspiracy theorists. Right. It's the EU, no less. Yes. The EU which, is coming out and yeah. saying this. Which is all in for the vaccines. <clears throat> oh, yeah. They're hands down all on board for this. So hmm. it'll be interesting in the next couple of years. Not that I want yeah, I'm not like the the other side that's like I hope all the unvaccinated die. Right, I'm not one to say I hope the people that got vaccinated get blood clots and have strokes and die. No, I don't want anybody no. to die. No, but it'll be interesting to see right. the response when this comes to fruition. Yeah, and people start actually having side effects a couple years down the road and be like. Well, nobody saw that coming, yeah, and we were not expecting this zombie apocalypse. And the government starts <laughs> scratching their head like. Where did this come from? We tested 700 people. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm waiting to see what the side effects of that drug are that they're all up in arms about. Like, oh, yeah, this great drug. And people start, like, foaming at the mouth and shit. (laughs) So I didn't write down our story, so i got to remember what all we had to talk about. Do you have anything else to talk about on this this drug here? Because, I mean, that, that could be a game changer, but if the FDA is coming out and approving it... Yeah. That scares me even more. That right. makes me, I don't want to rush out and get this no, <laughs> this drug no. either that was tested it, it, for yeah, twenty nine I mean, days. Can you imagine the commercial tested on seven hundred people for twenty nine days? <laughs> it was fourteen percent um, successful. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So no, let's move I, on. Yeah, it's 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 the FDA playing this fucking game. It is. It's a money grab. There's big yep. pharma money yep. that um, goes like. Gets back to mm-hmm. politicians' pockets. Um, I'm sure Fauci has something oh, to I'm do sure. with this. I'm, I'm sure, sure uh, the Wuhan lab has something to do. Yeah. It all ties together. Yeah. Like, everybody has their hands yeah. in everybody's well, pockets. Was it you that you sent me something earlier in the week where uh, they out- asked Fauci if he would step down if he was considered too uh, divisive? Yes. They, he, they basically said, hey, all this, this shit's coming out against you. And you're, like, not coming out and... um. For like ivermectin or yeah. you know like all this stuff, you're you're not coming out for like um, natural immunity and stuff. All this stuff's come. If it ever got to the point where what you are doing is doing more harm than good, because of like people losing faith in you, and it didn't even say like he was making shitty right. decisions. Right. It's basically if everyone like collectively starts losing more and more faith in you, and now you being at the top is doing more harm than good. Would you step down and let somebody else take? And he, he was like, absolutely, unequivocally, not. Of course. So he's a fucking narcissist. He's fucking saying, I don't give a shit how yeah. good, much good I'm doing or how much bad I'm doing. I'm not going to step yeah. down from this role because I am the Lord and Savior, yeah. Anthony y- Fauci. You, you need me in this position. Yeah. So even if it come out, evidence came out that 
the things I was saying is actually fucking killing people. No, I'm not going to step down. Even if people decide we have lost all faith in you as an individual and you're a, a war criminal. Yeah. No, I'm not stepping down. Yeah. The same things that they accused Donald Trump of doing. Mm -hmm. Anthony Fauci is standing up there and saying, no, I'm not going to fucking yeah. step down. Yeah. And the video cut off right then when he said, absolutely not. Mm -hmm. So I didn't get to see oh, okay. like his full response. So who knows? It, that's why I didn't even bring it up exactly, yeah. because I didn't want somebody to come back and be like, well, he actually said all this yeah, stuff he, after. Yeah, after, if you listen to the whole thing, he justifies that. Like, yeah, well. I understood. Either way, you make yourself look like a complete asshole narcissist yeah. to say, there's no way in hell I'm going to yeah, step down right. because there's no way in hell I'm wrong. Yeah. And that's not science. To, no. to step up and say there's no way in hell that I'm wrong yeah. is the opposite of science. Yeah. Because every scientist knows that there's a good chance that they're fucking wrong. Oh, yeah. Even if they've tested it like three or four yes. times and it yeah. comes up right, there's that chance that yeah. it could be a fluke. That's what wrong. pisses me off when people are like, when you're questioning things and they're like, well, I believe in science. Why are you against science? It's like science is questioning. Sci no, you yeah you believe in the the religion of Anthony Fauci yeah exactly or the religion of uh, the NI yeah you, you're IAID yeah you're you're a fundamentalist yeah move on it, that's it it's it's turned into a religion it's turned into a dogma it's no longer science if you're not allowed to question it exactly and he is obviously a cult leader because a cult leader will stand up and tell you they're right yeah regardless yeah and. <laughs> and he's refusing to step down, and, yeah. and he's the sexiest man in the world. Oh, God. <laughs> who came out and said, decide, who in the right mind looks at Anthony Fauci and is like, yo, he's such a sexy man. Dude, the things I would do to that 90-year-old man. <laughs> Want to break off a piece of the Fauci man. <laughs> oh, piece, piece of the saggy skin. Uh, gross. Let's let's move forward because okay. we got a couple other things to hit. Um, you had sent me this. Yeah, we mentioned this chick last week, but we didn't have like a lot of details on it. Right, just that she is not a not a good person. Well, this is Dan, Dan Crenshaw coming out and saying all this stuff. Yeah, I, I so just take it for what it is. But but I mean, the quotes are legit. The quotes are coming from the WSJ, the Wall Street Journal. It's an opinion piece, so yeah, we have not verified that she said all these things. But if any of this stuff is true, it's it's crazy and it's damning. This is Biden's nominee to regulate banks. What is the comptroller of the economy? Is that her title? That's her title. So his nomination for the comptroller of the economy, uh, the person that regulates banks, according to Dan Crenshaw, really hates the banks, which. Could be problematic. Yeah, that would that would be. I mean, I hate like the feds yeah. and the central banks and and stuff like that, but to yeah. hate banks and be the comptroller of the right. economy, yeah. That's that's problematic. Right. I, I want Craig, I want to make you um the, the head of the NFL. <laughs> I fucking hate football. Exactly. <laughs> I'm just gonna shut it all down. <laughs> so I got a couple posts here from from Dan Crenshaw. It says this is Biden's nominee to regulate banks. She graduated from Moscow State University. That could be problematic. Is that actually in Moscow? I, I don't know. That's <laughs> my phone said. I mean, it could be like Moscow, Texas. She received a scholarship named after Lenin, 
Okay, that could be problematic. She praised the USSR for their equal pay and maternity benefits. Do you know why the USSR <laughs> had equal pay? Because everybody made the same rate of basically yeah. fucking Jack nothing. Shit. Yes. Yeah. It says, no, this is not a joke. So, yeah. and, and your maternity leave was a bullet in the head. <laughs> <laughs> or a, a trip to yeah. a, a, a nice happy camp. Yeah, exactly. A maternity camp, we'll call <laughs> yeah, it. Exactly. So praised... The USSR, for their equal pay, received a scholarship named after Lenin. Um, you can see where this is going here. Yes. Goes on to say, President Biden checked off another progressive identity box last week by nominating so- Sali Amrova. This sounds like the name of like a Russian spy on a <laughs> James Bond movie. Sali Amarova as comptroller of currency. Some Trump appointees were ridiculed for having supported the elimination of their agencies. Miss Omnarova wants to eliminate the banks she's being appointed to regulate. The Cornell University Law School professor's radical ideas might make even Bernie Sanders blush. She graduated from Moscow State University in 89 on the Lenin Personal Academic Scholarship. Thirty years later, she still believes the Soviet economic system was superior and that U.S. banking should be remade in the Goss Bank's image. I'm guessing that's the USSR that's, Bank. Yeah. It says U.S. Uh, real socialism has never been tried. Somebody um, commented. Mm. Goes on to say, this is her saying. Until I came to the U.S., I couldn't imagine that things like gender pay gap still existed in today's world. Say what you will about old USSR, there was never a gender pay gap there because everybody made practically nothing and they all were starving to death. (laughs) You're right. Everybody starved equally on the same gender level. Congratulations. People, that worked so well. People just don't try to live within a small budget anymore. You know, it, it's, <laughs> <laughs> they think it's inconvenient. She said, tweeted in 2019, the market doesn't always know best. After Twitter users criticized her ignorance, she added a caveat. I never claimed women and men were treated absolutely equally in every facet of Soviet life, but people's salaries were set by the state in a gender-blind manner. Yeah. Again, set to nothing. By the state. By the state, set to practically fucking nothing. How many people died of starvation from the formation of the USSR to the fall of the USSR in the 80s? How how many people would you say? Millions. Millions millions of fucking people. More people starved in USSR under Lenin rule and under uh, Soviet rule than died in the fucking Holocaust. Yeah. Yeah. So to say, Look it up. oh, they all were, there was no, uh, they were gender blind. Yeah, they they didn't fucking care who starved. Yeah. They just, you just all starved. Because you weren't a fucking person. That's why. Right. They didn't care your what your gender was because right. you were just a, an item of the state. You were not a person. People's salaries were set in a gender blind manner. Ah, oh, that warms the cockles of my heart, knowing that starvation is gender blind. Yes. All women got very generous maternity leaves. Both things are still a pipe dream in our society. Then um, his post goes on to say, sure, that was a, there was a gulag and no private property, but maternity benefits. <laughs> Great. I mean, at least everybody had got like, nice maternity leave. And basically... Right. That's all they care about. Yeah, they, they still starved while they're yeah, on maternity leave. I was going to say, they, they couldn't really you know, afford to have the baby, but, you know. <laughs> and the baby probably starved, Yeah, too. right, yeah. Most likely. Fantastic. Maybe we're just ignorant of all this, and we should yeah. look to 
the, the Soviet Union as an example. Yeah. Ironically, most people that come out of the USSR and speak right. on this stuff are like, you guys are fucking morons if yeah. you want that shit. I actually lived in that shit. Yeah. And she's like, guys, I, I, I lived in this. I, I know what this is. Which I don't know if she lived in it or yeah. she just... That's what we have to figure out with this yeah. Moscow state. Yeah, we just saw this post and we decided to run our mouths yeah. about it without ba- fact-checking or backing yeah, it up. just because so. it... But it fits the Biden mold. Yeah, And she'd be great to have in charge of the banks for the Great right. Reset. Yeah, absolutely. Just tear down all the banks. Mm-hmm. Form them in a new, more equitable Yeah, a state-ran bank. State-ran with equal pay. Yes. And... yeah. Where there's no short supply of starvation. Yeah, the bank takes, you know, their 70%. and Yeah, yeah. So, coming to a country near you, this yeah. is what people want. <clears throat> and I had seen a post, let me pull this one up, because this one was interesting, and it kind of ties right into it. I said this to you, and there, I have no idea how we've missed this before. Because you were like, what the fuck, how did we not mention this before? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. If social media will actually work. Here we go. So this is not regarding her, but this is right along the same lines of people in power that how did they get here and why why are we allowing them to make the rules around here? Yeah. Have you ever heard of a person named Warren Wilhelm Jr.? I had not until today. It, This isn't going to let me blow this up, so hopefully you all can see this good enough. Warren Wilhelm Jr. was born with a silver spoon in his mouth. His parents had to leave federal jobs because they were communists. He left college to go to Nicaragua in the 80s and greatly admired the Soviet-backed socialist Sandinista. 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 He returned to America and joined the Nicaragua Solidarity Movement of New York, whose goal was to end capitalism and replace it with democratic socialism. When married in 94, he honeymooned in Cuba. You can su- kind of see how he mm-hmm. he's really in love. It's like when the Clintons fell in love with Haiti when they went on a honeymoon. Right. He's in love with all these communist... Yeah, Central American... Central American, South American states. When he married he in 94, he honeymooned in Cuba. Said he is very proud of his Marxist work. Worked for both of the Clintons' campaign... In 2001, he changed his name from Warren Wilhelm Jr. to Bill de Blasio. That's insane. Didn't know that. Me neither. But that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I mean... (laughs) Yeah. New York mayor, right? Yeah. New York City mayor. Yeah. I mean, that that explains The guy responsible for shutting down all the businesses that... Mm. And like imposing these vaccine laws, and like sixty percent of yeah. businesses or businesses are seeing like a sixty percent drop in business yeah. because of this. Um, he is responsible for. Remember, he imposed like the the pop te- or the you can't oh, have yeah. like large over big than twenty pops. or something. Yeah. I mean, yeah, all his. I mean, the pop thing's not socialist, but it's just like it's why it's like dumb. fucking why. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's like because people aren't just going to go get refills and refills and refills. <laughs> right. it's just, but didn't know he was such a Marxist sympathizer. No, at no. all, and didn't know he changed his name. Yeah, from Warren. Wilhelm. I mean, I knew he was he was very left leaning, but I didn't. Oh, yeah. I didn't realize he was that left leaning. Yeah, I mean, he is left leaning. He, he's holding up the left. So we are throwing these people in powerful positions yeah. 
and saying, guys, this isn't about socialism or communism, yeah. but these are all these like communist freaking uh, sympathizers. Yeah. I mean, this is fucking New York City, right? Yeah. I mean, this is when you think of cities, New York City comes to mind, mm-hmm. and and he runs it. Yeah, to the ground. <laughs> yeah, right, right. That's insane. Yeah, I had seen a Twitter post that, or no, I I seen an article that said, like forty to like businesses are seeing forty to sixty percent drop yeah. since his imposed vaccine yeah. mandates. But and it's like nobody fucking saw. We didn't no. see that coming. Oh, no, no, absolutely no, no, not. No. Never would have saw that coming. But he's gonna get reelected. Oh yeah, because that's how the fucking works. Mm-hmm. I mean, people will just be like, oh yeah, De Blasio, <laughs> just like that. That. Sounds exactly like them. <laughs> nice New York accent. You did New York proud there. <laughs> so well, most people that live in the city are not actually from New York. Right. It's hard to see things like this. And like why didn't we know about this? Yeah, right, right. Like that, why have we not stumbled across yeah. this? Because it makes it, we, we want look it. for this shit. Yeah. Yeah. And it just like we used to fear the um the plants like the communist plants like right, the sleeper right. yeah. sleeper agents and stuff and it almost seems like we're intentionally putting sleeper agents in all these <laughs> yeah, all these purpose. positions anymore yeah. and all of a sudden they're going to say the magic yeah. phrase and they're going to wake up and then yeah do whatever the sleeper agents do that's yeah. just what this seems yeah. like and they get in there and, be, and then they'll be like you know uncle joe has the bag and then it's like boom yeah switches it's over on. <laughs> The only one who's not a legit sleeper agent is Joe Biden because he's just <laughs> sleeping in he, general. He, he, I was going to say, he just doesn't know what's happening. Right. And then finally, I, I just wanted to briefly mention um, this thing you sent me about the Pandora Papers. Yeah. Yeah. So apparently uh, they leaked um, all kinds of offshore banking information for the world's richest and most powerful people. First of all, who leaked this? That's a great question. Because you usually hear this from, like, WikiLeaks yeah. or... Well, apparently in 2016, somebody released what was called the Panama Papers, which was equally damning and caused several heads of uh, countries to step down. And so this, is, I guess, is the that on steroids. So this says more than 600... This is from BBC, because it's really damning towards the British government, apparently. Yeah. But I guarantee you that this comes to our shores Absolutely. pretty soon. They're just trying to figure out how to spin it. Spin yeah, it, it. says... More than 600 journalists in 117 countries have been trawling through the files from 14 sources for months. Where did they come from? The data was obtained by the International Consortium of Investigative Journalists in D.C., which has been working with more than 140 media organizations on the biggest ever global investigation. BBC Panama or Panorama and The Guardian have led the investigation in the U.K. So the Pandora Papers leak... Includes 6.4 million documents, almost 3 million images, and more than a million emails and a half a million spreadsheets. Still is not saying where these fucking right. came from. Yeah. And that that worries me when yeah. they're not coming out with the source of it. Because if, I mean, who's to say this isn't just like somebody releasing a bunch of bullshit information well, to, yeah. to really take down certain heads of states? Yeah. And like we said, the, the timing on this is insane. Yeah, it says the files expose how some of the most powerful people in the world, including more than 330 politicians from 90 countries, use secret offshore companies to hide their wealth. 
That doesn't surprise me. No. It really doesn't surprise me. I just figure that's what they do. Yeah, that's what rich people do. So it talks about Lakshima Kumar from a U.S. think tank uh, called Global Financial Integrity explain that these people are able to funnel and siphon money away and hide it, often through the use of anonymous companies. Um, let's see some of the company or countries that it talks about. It talks about all this stuff about hiding offshore money, what the UK is doing about it. I just want to know the countries involved because it listed some of them. It was like, yeah, there was people from uh, Azerbaijan. There was yeah. this guy, this family from one country that like had bought a British. Yeah, wasn't it Tony Blair? Well, no, Tony Blair was part of it, but there yeah. was another country that bought a British property oh, okay. for their 13-year-old son that was estimated like $60 million yeah. or something like that. So all this shit's coming out. Again, it doesn't say where. It just It's just another – it seems like another way to like make the rich the bad guy. Yeah. Which the rich are typically the bad guys, I understand. But there is this agenda right. of going after – these offshore accounts and mm-hmm. like taking down like this is a global leader impact. Yeah. And if you want to change the way the global economy works, you take out all the leaders. This isn't um what was the the communist thing where they just went and like assassinated the the oh. rich heads of states. Yeah. Like the Kaisers and the yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. This is like politically assassinating yeah. these people. To put other people in power is what my thoughts are. Yeah. Otherwise, you they would give the source of this information. We can look into this and see where the fuck's this coming right. from. Are these or, the good guys? Are they coming out and being like, you know, we're gonna we do need we need a global regulation of of banking and to make sure this that's, stuff doesn't happen. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. to kind of revamp everything yeah. because of this trove of, of information. Right. <clears throat> it almost seems like this is the massive Hunter Biden laptop scandal. Right. Yeah. Right. Like um, trying yeah. to politically not take down one political opponent, it's mm-hmm. to take them all down yeah. at the same time in a systemic way. So I'm not finding. Did I close the right at the right article that said all the the countries involved? Possibly, I sent you two. So yeah, I must have closed that one. But you get the gist of it. This is something yeah. we need to look into because yeah, again, I am I'm not opposed to thinking that the rich people are out to hide their money right. offshores and all that shit. And there there are scandals within, like, well, the leadership of countries. I, I've always considered that. I mean, that's just – that's part of the loopholes that everybody's always talking about, yeah. you know, that nobody does anything about because right. they're all in it together. Mm-hmm. So, I, But I've never looked at it as evil. I've just looked at it as, like, hey, they have the right accountants. Make, uh, that's the loopholes. Yeah. Exactly. If you don't like it, change it. Yeah, because this says, is it illegal to use a tax haven? It says, loopholes in the law allow people to legally avoid paying some taxes by moving their money or setting up companies and tax havens. So the loopholes are there. Yeah. They're probably there because the people that are shouting against this probably have their own tax yeah. havens, their own money in tax havens. Yeah. So they're just going to make all the noise that they you want to hear mm-hmm. while they're still shipping a lot of their money. Like, yeah. we talked about Biden last week. Right. Having $500,000 in loopholes. Yeah. And he's still up there screaming, hey, we need to go after the rich. It's right. like, 
Yeah. Did you look in the mirror there, Joe? Right. Yeah. Because they they don't want to actually close these loopholes because then it would affect them yeah, and exactly. the way they are handling these. And if they do ever close these loopholes, it's because they've created more. At least fucking Trump. The one thing you can say about Trump is he came. He, he admitted it. He admitted it. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I use loopholes. I. Y'all set up yeah. for me to use. Yeah. Why wouldn't I? And everybody else is like, oh, these damn loopholes yeah. while they're using the right. loopholes. Yeah. Yeah. But the fact that they're coming out and like now when Joe is going after the freaking top 1% mm-hmm. or whatever just tells me that this is like some great reset thing. Yeah. Because I know the, the fucking – um what what the World Economic Forum? They always come out against like the taxes and yeah. and that the ultra rich, even well, though they're just a group of the ultra rich. Yeah, and well, and also you got this here, which is criticizing the tax and the banking that is out there. Mm-hmm. And while you have by nominating somebody who hates the way banks are, banks are run right now, and you have Biden up there saying, "Hey, we're coming after yeah the one percent that the people that." are evading taxes i mean there's like this is all tying together it is and if they if they wanted me to think this is something legitimate they would say what source what who who came up with this where does this come from these pandora papers because it sounds to me like somebody's cashing in chips on all the government agencies because everybody fucking knew this shit yeah if you think that government leaders aren't out there like funneling money around you're you're just naive and everybody knows this and somebody has evidence of this and they're just cashing in that that chip saying yeah yeah. i I mean him and him and him yeah exactly i mean we've all known how fucked up the system is how a senator can go in at thirty thousand and become a millionaire yeah and it's like that that's the way the system works. Right. That's the rules you have set. And now they're coming out and demonizing it and villainizing it. It's like it makes you really be like, oh, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, I mean, it's it's going to get ugly. Yeah, this is. I mean, you start seeing government leaders mm-hmm. because what this is going to do is a lot of those government leaders, like Azerbaijan, right? Yeah. You, you, I mean, how much turmoil have they been in in the last year? Mm-hmm. How many times have we brought that up in the last oh, yeah. year? Um, these poor fucking countries mm-hmm. find out that their leader is like buying offshore property yeah. in the UK for like sixty million dollars yeah. from their tax money just yeah. so they can hide this money. Well, There's gonna be uprising. Oh, absolutely! Like communist freaking yeah, upri- Ar- Arab Spring shit. Yeah, like freaking the communist revolution yeah. type shit. Yeah. Again, if they're not like literally assassinated like mm-hmm. back then. We're going to see at least political assassinations here, yeah. and they're just going to start dropping. Or they're going to come out and be like, we're sorry we did this. We're going to conform to right. – we're going to set this standard so yeah. we can all be on the we, same we, playing We've field. all agreed as a, a, a world community to fall under these global regulations that were set up under the World Economic Forum. Yeah, that's Foundation. what's going to come out of yeah. this is regulation, more yeah. regulation. Yep. Yep. Because why else would they come out with this shit? Because yeah. – they want regulation of the shit. Yeah. I'm not saying these people are good. I'm not no. justifying what they're doing. But this is just specifically yeah. for global regulation. Yeah. Yep, I agree. Like you said, the, the lack of transparency and the timing on this is a little too convenient. Yeah, right. To have millions or thousands, hundreds of thousands of journalists combing through these papers yeah. that – we're not even. I mean, have you even heard of the from. International Consortium of Investigative Journalists? No. I mean, no, how many I have not. journalists nowadays actually investigate? Yeah, I haven't. It's probably 
a consortium put together just for these mm. Pandora papers. Yeah, <laughs> so. right. It's probably called the CIA and the KGB. Oh, wait, it's not the KGB anymore. Whatever they know. I just call them the KGB. Yeah, MI6. I mean, yeah. I mean, they're basically KGB. What's the Israeli? The Mossad. Yeah. yeah, it's just a consortium of the them. Pakistani. Yes. Yeah. Yep, it's just a consortium of all the intelligence agencies. Yeah. That is all the time we have for today. There's a lot of shit that we're sitting on here. Yeah. That's going to that could boil into yeah. some craziness. It's the end of the world, as you talked about. Right? The end of the world. And I feel fine. <laughs> I mean, I, I fucking feel great. I'm just gonna grab my popcorn and watch it all burn. Yep. I mean Yep. That's it. That's yep. all we got. That's all. So Let's get out of here, Bill. We will be back tomorrow for our weekly live stream, our favorite thing to do, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. I think we're going to talk about the shipping woes going on yeah. globally, but specifically here. Yes. What a lot of people don't realize is the economy can only exist with shipping, with like yeah. semi-truck drivers right. and... And the cargo ships yeah. and um, the warehousing and all that. that That's the way the economy survives. Yeah. The, the law of supply and demand only yes. works if you have supply. Yes. <laughs> I mean, you can have all the demand you want. Exactly. It doesn't there's help. no supply. <laughs> the question is, can you manipulate that supply? Absolutely, you can. Because I've, from what I've heard, there's like 85 massive cargo ships sitting outside of like L.A. Mm. ports and yeah. New York ports. People or, have taken pictures of it. It's yeah. insane. Just sitting there because yeah. there's not enough drivers because of this COVID mm-hmm. problem, supposedly, quote unquote. One way or another, this could have been avoided by yeah. not shutting down last year. Yeah. But if this is a manipulated thing, I mean, you're talking manipulated inflation then. Yeah. You're talking manipulated supply about. shortages. You're talking yeah. manipulate like manipulated workforce shortages. Yes. There is a potential that we're talking manipulated economic crash. Yeah. So this goes a long way, and we're going to talk more about it tomorrow when we come back live. We're going to take a look, decide if we think this is manipulated or if we think it's just like a byproduct of COVID shutdowns. One way or another, this is scary because when the supplies are gone— People tend to get a little a unruly. A little freaky. A little. I mean, remember the toilet paper shortage oh, right at the start? Fights uh, breaking out in Walmart. Over I mean, fucking toilet yeah. paper. You're talking food su- yeah. shortage. Yeah. Not just toilet paper. You're talking food shortage. Yeah. And once the food starts getting threatened, people lose their fucking minds. Yeah. yeah. That's when, like, riots and stuff break out in the streets and people mm-hmm. with their guns come out and, like, and the scary part is, well, not the scary part, but as we know, there doesn't even need to be a shortage. If someone starts screaming shortage, people are going to freak out. Yeah, absolutely. So, that I mean, that's kind of what happened last year yeah. was people said, oh, there might be a shortage, and everybody yeah. went out and panic bought. Fucking toilet paper. Yeah, they all went and panic bought. Yeah. And then, same with the gas last year, yep. everyone went and panic bought. Yep. And then things kind of went back to normal, but not without yeah. complete and utter insanity for a while just imagine if there actually was this shortage imagine if people didn't have toilet paper for now six months yeah they had to go find leaves to wipe their ass with or imagine days of old you imagine you go to the gas station and there's absolutely no gas yeah or you go to the store and there's no bread on the shelves at all yeah and the stores have to hang a sign that says sorry uh we have no supplies come back tomorrow check back with us tomorrow 
Insanity. Fucking insanity. There will be people lined up down the and around for miles waiting to get into a grocery store. There had been, yeah. Yeah, because remember after the storm, everybody went... Like in line to buy ice, yeah, just ice. I had to, I drove thirty minutes away to get ice, right, just to save your food. Imagine yeah. if the food's gone now. Yeah, we're gonna talk about that tomorrow. We're, yeah, we're getting ahead of I ourselves. I know, I know, but that's what we're gonna discuss tomorrow because that is some scary ass shit. Yeah. So uh, tomorrow we're gonna talk about shipping woes. Seven p.m. Central Standard Time. Let everybody you know know yeah. because you bring your coffee and bourbon. <laughs> yes, this is going to be a fun one. So um, we are going to get out of here for this week. Make sure, once again, you share this shit all over the place. Like, subscribe, do all that fun shit that the kids are doing these days because that's how we get this information out there because more and more people need to hear yeah. this information because there's too many apathetic people out there that are just like, man, eh, this ain't affecting me. Right. I got what I want here. Yeah. Well, guess what? Sooner or later, you're not going to have what you want. Yeah, or someone's going to come for what you got. Yeah. Keep heading down this path. I don't care if you have a safe house. I don't care if you stock supplies. This is going to affect you in one way or another. So share this shit around because people need to hear this stuff. Absolutely. Otherwise, we'll get out of here for this week and wrap up. We will see you 7 p.m. Central Standard Time tomorrow for that live stream show. Have a great rest of your weekend. And once again, as always, don't stop talking. Goodbye. Peace. The Brick the Bell Podcast is brought to you by you. So pat yourself on the back because without you, we would be talking to ourselves. A special thanks to our Patreon members, Remzo and Justin. A shout out to our sponsors, Run Your Mouth Coffee, the On The Run Podcast, and Goulash Media. If you'd like to help support us, visit patreon.com slash brickthebell or buy our garbage at breakthebell.bigcartel.com. Get back here next week and let us continue to invade your ear holes. And as always, never stop talking. <laughs>